0: Out of Austin, Texas, you're listening to the Unsanctioned Citizen
1: Podcast. Here's your host, Sheila Dean.
2: Good afternoon, it is Saturday, and uh, we are airing here in Austin, Texas. It's a beautiful, sunny day. We typically air uh, this podcast between 1 and 3 p.m. every Saturday afternoon. So you can catch us here and we would be loving it if you would just subscribe and uh, bring more people. So I'm going to invite some people now for That AI Show and The Unsanctioned Citizen. Let me tell you, it has been really an active week for artificial intelligence policy and just artificial intelligence development. Uh, in the civil space, so I mean it's just rapidly moving. So I'll just give you an update of what I know and have experienced here in Austin, Texas. It turns out that NVIDIA programming has a big representation uh, here in Austin. And I wanted to indicate that they, the, one of the special problems of the Omniverse, And the represented 10-minute cities that everybody's freaking out about is data center capacity in order to manufacture uh, real-time data you have to have extremely powerful large computing systems farms server farms big big powerful farms in order to keep it going Um, some of the gaming Uh, Cards and metaverse applications have already kind of established this practice over years for, you know, recreation, but um, civil powers want to move that uh, into the kind of civil construction space. They're like, well, we want to try driving cars and modeling what that would, what that would be like in that space. And I think that that's that's a that's a that's a practical aim. That's all they would let out of the gate. Um, <clears throat> but we know that there are ambitions to get real people already in the metaverse. You know, because we're going to layer this against you know the, the people who are driving a, a, a really hard charging, ambitious, um, power grabby way of doing things, and in and. You know all you have to do is just kind of look at China and China um, already has real-time identities in those spaces you can't be online in China uh, <clears throat> in video games or doing anything in a video game space without um, permission of the Chinese government using your real-time real identity online which is hooked up to every other aspect of your social Credit system and everything, so they've got a really totalitarian structure in place. And um, while it's given being given new names or different nomenclature, uh, the World Economic Forum and other leaders here in the West are like, "Well, that's the way of the future. That's the that's what we got to do." And unfortunately, they have lost absolutely all sensation. And connection with border sovereignty, individual sovereignty, uh, you know the Enlightenment, all the things that made the West the West. They are completely kind of dispensing with those those value systems when they they are kind of going over to this this uh, seduction scheme. Well, we can have all the data, and we can we can watch all the ants in the ant hill. In real time, because ten minute cities, they want to kind of inject this virtual city policy and the smart city grid programming, which has already failed, uh, and but they want to keep it going for some reason. They just they just want more control. They'll never be able to sleep at night unless they have all the control. The problem with this situation is it's always the same problem. They want more control, they get more control, they consecutively freak out based on the new information that they get from being in control, and then it distorts their thinking so they think, oh my god, I still need more control. So it's not, it's not ever going to be a, a reversible pipeline. People used to have something called faith, and in faith you let things go. Things that you cannot control, things that you can't see, things that you can't, you know, have any control over, Um, you know, in in mystic times, people would use tools of divination to try to see into the future um, because they had control issues, but that doesn't prove anything. Divination doesn't, isn't like galvanized, you know, great science that, that proves that, that, The manufacturer. What it does is it, it kind of, it addresses the psychological need to control the moment or to view an outcome that hasn't happened yet. Through through, I guess, mystical or, you know, magical applications, and unfortunately, it does. It still doesn't prove anything. It still doesn't. It doesn't manufacture a a a certain certainty. Which is what they are looking for. They're, they're looking for the manufacturer of certainty so that they can be sure and be secure that they're in charge, that they've got it all handled, that they're perfect, they're perfectly in control, and that everybody believes that they are the golden child god that they think that they are. And if you don't think that, well, then we've, we've just got to keep putting the screws to you until you scream out, yes, you are the man! Ah! You know and it's just that's not that's not a free society that's not a free society kids sorry you know we we have to let certain things go we have to have some uncertainty in life there's lots of things that make us feel crazy you know there's there's plenty of things that make us feel cuckoo but you have to accept that that certain things are not in your control And um, that's part of it part of living you know a human life is, is recognizing that you don't have control over what you don't have control over and then exercising your strength over the things that you are given and do have to to control that and that's where your excellence comes out because these are these are areas where you actually do have control and you hope that when somebody gets up to that that place in the higher echelons are gonna be a responsible person they are gonna be quote-unquote a good king Um, but unfortunately we've got a lot of bad kings at the top of um, technology and technology firms like massively powerful technology firms you know high-end computing and very powerful algorithms with machine learning that can read you down like uh, they were in your serial and your mailbox tomorrow and that's unfortunate for us because we don't actually need that much surveillance and um, to what power do they use this for well they use it for certain commercial power and then they don't really they're not really leaders with this power like they're not they're not preservative leaders they're they're kind of fascist capitalists they're like oh okay because that's what they did to get ahead the whole time they're like well someone will just pay me for this someone will pay me for this information and this is how I have become massively uh successful and dominated this space and become the bad king that I am so that they become a bad king over enormous computing applications and, and you know, very tightly controlled uh, marketplaces that 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 monetize your information at a high clip, high frequency trading with your information, your identity, your stuff. You are a commodity. You're a farm animal on their farm, and they don't ever want you to know that. They don't ever want you to say anything about it and they don't want you to have any objections to having that information in that pipeline because that will take the cheese off their table in their their massive grandiose delusion that they're having upstairs in their mind they've, they've managed to make an, an illusion built around enormous computing cloud systems doesn't matter if they're secure. That's been established, because there are breaches every damn day. Uh, just as long as they can make the money from your information. So that's a bad king, ladies and gentlemen. Bad king. So what does bad king do? Bad king does what bad king does the whole time, and then he says, "Okay, I will obey the man with the with the dollar." The government has a lot of tax dollars. They seem reputable. Uh, the the incomes really consistent why don't we you know they they're really a good partner these governments you know and and they told us they will let us do whatever we want as long as we do government business with them the problem is is that they become vassal kings to a larger leviathan behemoth and centralization and centralization is the problem. You know, there are people who are like, no, 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 no. It'll just be really simple. Centralization is simple. You know, it'll be simpler if you just let us run things. Just let us do it. It'll go well. But that's really not in your interest because they're not thinking about you. Uh, they're thinking about what they can get from you, surf. And that's what your role is okay and they'll never let you do anything else other than be um, somebody who manufactures data in their ecosystem that's the only role they have for you you know it's not to have a job make children have an income you know have a florid um, experiential life filled with you know the, the, the exponential learning and you know they talk a lot of trash Okay, they do a lot of TED Talks, but at the end of the day, when they are this type of bad king at, say, Amazon or Facebook, their, their main traitors is they are kind of little little dog kings underneath a big dog king, which is going to be like your nation state actors who sent in the guys with the suitcases of gosh, all right? and right? They're so easy to buy off, too they're really easy to buy off many of them come from other cultures where this is just how you do things in India you just show up with money and you pay the guy and that's it corruption we don't call it corruption that's just the way we do things and uh, you know but when they start running things in here in the West and you just hand them systems keys that's the way they do things okay they've been called out for it like You know, when I hear this this collegiate repartee between Pramila Jayapal and Sundar Pachai being from the same village in India, what do you think we're thinking? Well, Bad King 1 talking to Bad King 2. That's what we're thinking. Because of the way they do things. Coin-operated business, as was explained to me so succinctly by another vassal, Bad King from India. So, um, I'd like to open the phones and talk to anyone about any of this. I'm gonna invite some more people. Boom, boom, boom. I just wanted to say one more thing. Nvidia data centers, okay, for the Omniverse. <clears throat> this is gonna be applied to the ten-minute cities at some point. They say it's for transportation, or you know, to get high, high uh, volume. You know, jet engines in a virtual space to see how it performs. You know, those are practical things. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, they they need the graphics cards, and they need the land space for the execution and the data storage. Um, but they also need the right the right chip facilities. And they're trying to drive that back into to Texas as a, as a commodity which you know I'm, I'm okay with what I'm not okay with is that the <clears throat> when the sponsors are German and they have uh, a, a penchant for believing that freedom of speech is like this antiquated crap that doesn't doesn't matter and uh, so I kindly explained to the sponsor event sponsor who's actually in league with the Harvard Business Review and I explained to them kindly, like, okay, here in Texas, <clears throat> we have a law prohibit, you know, prohibiting social media censorship because, you know, our First Amendment, which you don't believe in and have waved away, uh, does establish that we have freedom of speech. Now, in a freedom of speech, you know, when, when you're polite, when you're doing it right, when it's the right thing that you're doing. You know you allow the Atlantic to publish a magazine that has crappy ideas you'll never go for and then you go over to the next space and you're like the Atlantic magazine has a bunch of crappy ideas that I don't believe in and I'll never go for but you don't say Atlantic magazine should shut up because I don't like their ideas and they're erased from the table in perpetuity that's not that's not freedom of speech So, you know, if if you like what you like, that's fine. You don't require other people to like what you like. And even when you do, people can still, meh, you go your way, I go my way. And that, my friends, is the brilliance of having a free society. Now, what we have, you know, in the crap sandwich that we've seen this week, we need to cover the Twitter files at some point there was some brilliant brilliant unpacking by representative Luna of the tree of agencies that were involved in this grant making to censor you and you know we've covered that on our program consecutively for weeks you know we've written about it on Substack you know, but it just it just keeps unfolding. There's there's just layers and layers of that. And it's funded and it's funded and it's funded by DHS and by FBI and all these other people that happen to be your government. They wrote a check. They got an appropriations from a giant omnibus bill nobody read for surveillance and censorship. The government your government paid for this. And then they turned around and paid a bunch of NGOs at universities to tattle on you, people at Syracuse University who never believed in your civil rights, ever. They think it's a myth. So and they were paid like hundreds of thousands of dollars. We're talking $179,000 to get college students to tattle on people who are questioning modern medicine online. ...questioning vaccines... ...should I take this? Will it hurt me? You know, that kind of thing. And... ...they put in a suspicious activity request... ...or a SARS... ...into the... ...federal infrastructure for... ...terrorist reporting... ...FBI... ...referrals... ...it's all law enforcement... ...no laws... ...were broken... Yet they were treating it like a federal offense. Given money by your government to violate your rights, knock you offline, scope the the meaning and reach of of information that was coming to you about elections, election opponents, those sorts of things, and it all tumbled out in these committees this week. And i just have to give a, a short, spicy delivery about it, but there is just tons that you can you can go to at privacy underscore spider. I'm just put it here. I mean there was just too many. Too many references. I can't even begin to, to put it together. So privacy spider. Privacy underscore spider at Twitter here. I'll do it right now Just do this for you so that you can have it And then there's also the show The show Twitter feed which is often a live interactive feed you can go there and tweet back and forth and put that as well here in the chat to be Sanctioned Un, because that's what Twitter would allow me to have as a name, because I guess there it is. Sanctioned... Sorry. <clears throat> that is not right. I wish I could delete that. <laughs> sanctioned Un. Okay. There you go. Sanctioned Un. Um, I have some sad news. Truth Talk UK is um, being reorganized, unfortunately, because uh, sick for Truth, who's been a, a guest on the program at least twice, um, his wife, is, uh, has so she has come to out of remission from her cancer. There's no easy way to say it, so he's taking leave of his duties at Truth Talk UK to care for his family keep them in your prayers they are good people they've been following the, the travails of the web and you know they they need to be vigorously supported um, you know with the the amount of vigilance and, and writing we're going to miss his uh, his repartee but i think he's been been hanging on uh, for positive news for a co- at least a couple weeks through christmas and <clears throat> that that means that, that the the corner didn't turn for him. So we're going to have to keep keep praying for for better better health for them. So truth talk UK. So we hope to get Tim Hinchcliffe from the sociable on here soon. He is he's working steadfastly on getting um, his papers and effects in order, we're going to see if he's going to be able to use the call-in app or not. Mm, we don't know. Also, Mike Bentz, that's B-E-N-T-Z, it's a real name, uh, has another one out with Epont Times. It's a part two about the FBI's Dirty Tricks Division, where it describes basically what I've just been telling you. <coughs> Um, he uh, goes into further detail about the structural uh, components of our government how they managed to coerce the online service providers into surveilling you and censoring you at the same time because they couldn't censor you without watching your accounts first in an unconstitutional way so here's what I did I'll just just be upfront with you Here, here's what I did I, I have been Advocating this week, I haven't been doing as much newsy stuff, but I have been advocating this week that we defund and reorganize these divisions that are misappropriating counterterrorism infrastructure to censor the American people. That's what they did. They took DHS, HSIN infrastructure used for law enforcement for terrorists and appropriated it to you complaining about vaccine amenities online. They turned DARPA-generated AI to choke war communications at you. They used it on ISIS when they were online. And they're like, no, we're just going to turn that on the American people because we don't like what they be saying. So that is a no, and <clears throat> you know there are things that that can be done. They can immediately go to the Supreme Court or to the court system and demand an injunction of this behavior. It's illegal. You don't choke out American speech rights because you wanna. An intelligence agency thinks so. Intelligence agencies so far so bad they are not pro-human rights they're not pro-civil rights they're not pro-sovereign US national interests or not you know I don't even know what they're doing who are they protecting if they're not in favor of any of our rights why are they there so I mean I'm doubling down on the whys because it's important to ask like Okay, we have a set of national values that are enshrined in actual laws, a constitutional tenet that, you know, these agencies are like beating their chest. Well, we're in charge, la, 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 la. Like, no, they're not. They're supposed to be executing orders on behalf of a representative government. Now, to come in and say, well, You know, that's just not your government anymore. The mob's in charge. That's not that's not legit. And and whether, you know, people are like, Oh, well, you should just concede to power because power is power. Power is power. Like, no. No. That's not what no. You know, that logic is really, you know, weak. You know, you want to lose your country fast, you want to lose your life fast. You know? Let cartel logic come in and start dominating your life. You're like, well, we don't know any different. I do. And you don't have, it doesn't have to be this way. <laughs> we have a free nation if you, if you will support it. If you won't just lay down and take it, we have a free nation. Anyways, even if you do, I won't. So while well, you're, you know, flaccidly flopping all over the place, Like, somebody who's a fish out of water and, like, going, Ah, it's over! They got us! You know, and I'll just put you back in the tank and, you know, slap a few people. Because that's what I do. I'm an activist. So, um, I'd like to take some calls. I see Blotty is here with me. I, I call him Blotty because when he first came on the network, he was Blotty. Now he's just Vlad. He's Vlad to be here. And then we've got Ben, and then I think there's somebody listening in from outside who's online. So I'm really glad to talk to anybody. Let me see if I can pull Vlad into the speaker column. He wanted to be a speaker at one point. Let's see if he's going to come up and join. Because otherwise it's going to be a short show, my friends. <clears throat> Let me see if I can turn up that uh, that audio. Oh, here he comes! What's
0: going on, girl? What's going on?
2: Oh, hey! It's been a heavy week for AI. Did you notice?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, all this thing about Chat GPT—that is the leftist AI.
2: I mean, is it that? was it was manufactured by OpenAI, and 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 uh, in part brought to you in part by Elon Musk.
0: Hey, well, I don't know if it's left. Well, I, I, I don't mean, trust them. Look, look, I don't own his products, but I don't trust him. But I use his Twitter, but I don't trust him.
2: Okay, now there's a reason why you're saying that. Apparently the G- chat GPT said, you know, we're going to – I can't say that because it's viewed as offensive or racist or something. And then they said, uh, admire a Democratic politician. And they just went, la, 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 la. So it seems like the training data was skewed towards people who are Democrats and like Democrats. And that makes sense because most of the engineers are living in Southern California, Northern California, and in Seattle. And they're all leftists. That makes sense.
0: Wow. What is our country? What has our country? What has the world come to? Turkey is just... Every day about a to and two2,000 people added to their roster of the dead. they have a reason for for the way they are. they had a massive earthquake. We have all these leftists. we need an earthquake. <laughs> I'm sorry I don't mean to be mean again well, I mean I,
2: I don't know if, I mean I don't know if Turkey has has an inordinate amount of, of American leftists
0: no they're, <laughs> they're not a problem they're not a problem they don't suffer from what we do. They're in Islamic. Uh, they have country. other
2: things going. on. <laughs> yeah,
0: they, they they don't suffer our, our problems. In fact, they laugh at us. They laugh at us for I don't know. Russia laughs at us. The rest of the the world would has still some moral. They laugh at us, and uh, this guy in the White House, they're laughing at him, and they laugh at us because of him. But they know they know we're we're the problem. They know we're the problem with our bad politics or bad. Ideology and walking away from from God. All things God. This is what our country is. What is left of America? Let me read this better?
2: statement from Matt Taibbi. He tweeted this about thirty two minutes ago. He says, "The people determined, the people determined to reduce the Twitter files into a partisan pissing match, are doing so precisely because the real targets of these stories aren't parties, but the FBI, DHS." Department of Defense and other massive state entities who've been improperly meddling in domestic speech. What say you?
0: Bad, 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 bad. We we can't even trust our own institution. They're they're they've lacked credibility. They're a joke now. Once looked upon, the United States, the freest uh, of the free market societies, democratic societies. Uh, known for our freedoms we're a joke before the world we are a joke there's no more respect for the US of well, course yeah just... the, US, the US could be a bully and bully people with their ar- with their nukes and ar- armies but that's it
2: let me uh, I'm gonna try to get representative Luna's speech up here and just so I can get you to respond to that did you hear her speech?
0: Go ahead. Play it. I don't want to say yes. I probably did, but I could be wrong.
2: Okay. Well, let me let me mute my mic and cue this up really quick. Um, just a moment. I'll be right with you.
0: You got it.
1: Can you hear me now? All right. This is from this week. Okay. New Mr. Roth, a Twitter employee were exchanging communications on JIRA, a private cloud server, with SISA, NASS, NAS, NASED, and Alex Stamos, who now works at Stanford and is a former security of um, security officer at Facebook, to remove a posting. Do you now remember communicating on a private cloud server to remove a posting? Yes or no? I wouldn't agree with the character. I don't care if you agree. This Do you, this is this is your stuff. Yes or no? Did you communicate with a private entity, the government agency, on a private cloud server? Yes or no? The question was, if I. Could yes or it. no? Yeah, I'm on time. Yes or no? I don't believe I can give you a yes or no. Well, I'm going to tell you right now that you did, and we have proof of it. This, ladies and gentlemen, is joint action between the federal government and a private company to censor and violate the First Amendment. This is also known, and I'm so glad that there's many attorneys on this panel, joint state actors. It's highly illegal. You are all engaged in this action, and I want you to know that you will be all held accountable. Representative Luna, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Florida
0: that you you, you sharing about it, Luna it's, the it's, you, I, the one I did hear a little bit was on Bobert and I, I just don't know why they're not arresting these guys you're not supposed to let them walk it, it's you, a
2: process yes, it, it's a process
0: <laughs> I just I just want to see all of them all of them arrested already and hanged if possible do it in one week do it quick like yeah, rip the, it off
2: you, like a band-aid Get them like
0: that, out of here. <laughs> take them out of the face of the earth for the nonsense that they've been doing. Doing it like the old-fashioned. The old and I'm not, I don't want to sound fascist like Francisco Franco or, or Nazi Germany, but you, you, quick, quick remedy to the problem so everybody could see it. Make everybody look at it. This is the future. This is what's going to happen. If you dare mess with people, with politics, with, with sorry, with, with the electoral process, with fooling and lying to people, this is your future.
2: And, and you know what? If if other nations or other people in other nations laugh at us, you know that that doesn't help me or hurt me. What bothers me is that it doesn't change anything about what's going on with our own government. People in other nations don't have any jurisdiction. You know, they they can watch it like they're watching television from a far away off, but they're not. They're not. You know, they're not citizens who can impact the outcome of their government. You have a a measure of power body and you have the ability and the means to approach your government and demand things that are in your rights to demand standing upon those things and, and going to the state houses and advocating for yourself that's something I had to do this week while while the daylight was burning while this weaponization of government hearing started that all happened the twitter files started with the judiciary this week and then Tom Massey's committee for the weaponization of government happened this week as well these things are going to be ongoing until there's a resolution and we already have it on on the authority of of, um, Steve Scalise that they're going through process and once they get something that they can hang these people with, they're going to do it.
0: We want resolution now, Shayla. I understand. I a process. It's a process. Like, yeah. But, but the people have had enough, and we want to see action. And again, if you have to bring out the guillotine, let it be done so. <laughs> let it be done so. A president has to be sent for good, for all. They need to live in that fear. They walked away with the fear of God because they rejected the Christian religion. Well, okay, then you will be under-subjected under the fear of the people. And this, this is how it works. Whether it's uh, French Revolution Part 2, let it be. But we need to purge and clean house. Enough is enough. And that will be a word for everybody, a quick, expedited... Uh, a a quick execution for anybody that dares destroy our democracy all politicians immediately no immunity that includes corporate all the cronyisms of corporate america everybody anybody and anybody that's international the same thing would have to would have to be enough is enough
2: you know you know who i really want to see hang if if there is such a, a process and and they're either administratively where they just go to a jail cell and rot or or they are labeled tried and true you are a traitor, sir. Here is the injection, the firing squad, whatever—capital punishment. Okay, if if that's what's meted out by by our laws. Um, but you know, punishment. Okay, punishment is leveraged. I want these actors that they that they brought in to coerce the companies to do government dirt work. I want those guys to hang. Because they're not supposed to be involved in our stuff.
0: Exactly. Okay.
2: Whoever made the decision and said, go do it, go coerce Google, Facebook, um, you know, the cloud companies, Salesforce, all those, you know, those guys, the ones that said, go do this, go coerce them as standard so that they will do this surveillance on the American people. I want those people.
0: This, this would all be the people that are not known behind the scenes of the deep state,
1: mm-hmm.
0: international players. They would have to be brought to America and tried quickly. And, uh, and uh, uh, they would have to be made an example for the world. So this nonsense stops. But again, in order for that to happen too, Our very people in in Congress, House of Representatives, Senate, would have to be willing to do immediately reform. That is term limits. That is not be getting money in campaign in the super PACs or anything like that. I mean, there would have to be an abolishment, basically a a repressing, in a good way, of corporate America getting involved in politics, including lobbying. and, And not having any more Goldman Sachs people in the White House. Or anything like that. I mean, they would have to do again a total purging that has never been seen in America. If I'm right.
2: Yeah, I think that they need to go back and revisit appropriations yeah. and limits to to government contracts. Yeah. And and how those things are done because there there used to be companies that that they they sprouted up just to provide services directly to the government. Rather right. than these, these being like Microsoft or they, they're like, well, we'll just make some computers just for the government division. Because what happened way back when is when the government came in to do business with Microsoft, it regulated everything else that they did company-wide. Okay? And they set that standard. Correct. Okay? And so because they were able to do this with Microsoft – they thought oh, well, well we'll just trans translate that that method with all the rest of these companies and if they don't do it our way well then we'll just we'll just lean on them so i mean it's it's time for a big change and uh, it's it's worth asking for it too <laughs> so we got a new visitor here with us perception,
0: perception. perceptions
2: today welcome to the, the program
0: the, the door to the perception who is that the doors, the doors of perception.
2: Think again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so Blatt, do you have anything else you'd like to add before we wrap it up?
0: No, I'm just thankful to see you again, hear you. It's great talking to you as always. It's just, uh, it's just sad what's going on in the nation. The uh, State of the Union was a total joke. Uh, oh,
2: yeah, that happened too. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. The the balloon. Is another joke. I don't even know why it passed Alaska. It should have been shot down immediately. No questions, no nothing. Just shoot it down. Uh, I hope we need a new government. We need people that are real. And and really, people that are coming into power, they they got to stop their bullshit, too. Uh, They're disappointing. You, there They're should be a, a law that if you're coming into government, you cannot be in it for yourself. You might lie to the people, kind of like that guy, George Santos in the Republican Party. And you might lie. I know all of them lie. That's almost inevitable. But if you're caught lying, you're out. If you're caught coming in for your own selfish interest to enrich yourself, you're automatically go to jail. That's got to be new law. Again, what? a new a new fear. If, I would like to say the fear of God, but the new fear has to be brought into power. Where where it, it, it's gonna it's gonna put these people in place. Honestly, no more no morality anymore. No no ethics. Total, total cynical, uh, amoral people that don't care. They just—they're in it for themselves. It's all about me. It's all about what I get into it, and they lie to people to get into power so they can vote for them. So we need a change.
2: All right. Um. So my prescription, prescriptive for for you and the audience, is to get more involved and kind of write write out what you actually want to happen rather than you know hang them all that's that's very broad based it's emotional but there that's not really public policy you know people in the government want something they can kind of hang their hat on so think about practical things that you can ask them for things like you know what would you ask them for it for me like the practical things that i'm asking the government for right now are an actually legal stop to uh, appropriations and grant behaviors um, that amount to public surveillance uh, to allow visa to sunset when it comes around for that purpose in 2023. I'm asking for injunctive relief uh, and then for them to kind of look at how much money was spent on surveillance and just, just stop spending, stop funding it and, and cut these people from, you know, the payrolls and send them away. Because we don't pay to, to monitor American citizens. Those people need to be scissored off the payroll and, and sent on their merry way. Let me read this one article before we get out of here. This is from the Reclaim the Net. They're really good. And uh, I think they had... One UK outlet that was um, that was feeding. This is whistleblowers and former agents blast the FBI's big tech censorship collusion. Jim Jordan. Oh yeah, that was that was a real melee. So Kenya is being used as a testing ground for biometric-based vaccines, tracking for babies. That sucks. Um, It also turns out the court rules that live streaming police officers is a First Amendment right, so no more throwing people into misdemeanor jail for up to three years for taking a video of them misbehaving. Germany has a state-backed media partner on project to curb online disinformation. German is, Germany's public broadcaster ZDF is partnering with public broadcasters from Belgium, RTBF, Canada's CBC, and Switzerland, S R G S S R to develop online-based solutions to encourage democratic discourse and civic engagement away from disinformation and hate. Which, you know sounds okay but what it amounts to and you know is that they decide what disinformation and hate is and if it's
0: if
2: if they are the ones who decide then if you decide that reporting on the truth about what you've discovered about their agencies well that's disinformation and you're being hateful to the government
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah, because they they become the the arbiter, they become the standard.
2: Yeah, I mean, and it's really random. It's really arbitrary.
0: So, so instead of instead of uh, dialogue, instead of uh, a, you know challenging in you know, a discourse, what do they do? They control speech. This offends them. That offends them. This is a very topic <clears throat> that Jordan Peterson was telling a uh, a young Asian uh, uh, UK man mm-hmm. when 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 regarding free speech, regarding hate speech. And basically, what you said—they—they—they they, want to be the ones in control of what you say. And it's
2: every little thing. It's not like a standard, or you know, we're gonna go to a book on this one. You know, it's—it's it's like moment to moment, you know, arbitrary nanny-like jurisdicting towards all things, all these small things as they come, just like the Chinese government. So, two or more states plan to force websites to check visitors' ID, which is like that Swiss initiative, Um, we're gonna look more into that. Arkansas is one of those states. Um, Now, just because they introduce legislation doesn't mean it's gonna pass. Uh, And it would be, it would be the the idea, the rubric is to prevent children from accessing adult content online. But the way that this is executed and has been executed in the past is uh, to limit your ability to play video games or limit your ability you know it's to control aspects of your access to media based on your whole identity credential see because in order to, to prove your age you have to provide them not with a temporary ID but with a with a government article that goes into a digital portal online and then it's there forever they never get rid of anything and, and then the problem with these government portals, which I'm going to redundantly say, is that there's fraud, waste, and abuse, but mostly the, there is some contingency where the systems are not secure. During the pandemic, they forced people to put all of this identity into the employment systems because nobody could be touched. Okay, so they forced all these people to, to thread their identity articles into an online environment that wasn't prepared at all for the amount, uh, the glut, the, short, the sheer glut of identity and credentialing information that was sensitive going in the system. So yeah, they got hacked. Nigerian hackers got half of it, and then the Chinese and Russians got the rest. So <clears throat> in those cases... Um, social security numbers out you know pictures and driver's licenses and addresses and anything else sensitive amount of people in the in the household it's it's all kind of out into hacker land and that's really awful you know I there's there isn't enough reconnaissance for that information you can get a new driver's license they can issue you a new number if you were hacked in, in, in an ESD or an employment system or another government system. The government can give you different numbers, okay? But when it comes to things like your genetic information, your health information, your biometric information, um, for like vaccine tracking and healthcare tracking. That's where it gets really scary because you can't reproduce that. that they really got you there. You're going to have to change your genes in order to uh, migrate away from somebody using your health information as currency of some sort. So um, this, this threat is not going away. I just wanted to, to get to some of those things before we got out of here. Um, but the FBI was working with other other foreign players to to get some of these things in. So it's exactly as you said, Vlad. We got to get some of those international uh, people kind of uh, up on the stands to to rat out the the hidden actors in our own court system, and then get get that accountability on the die. Okay, last thoughts.
0: Last thoughts: government transparency. And we should really consider what the French are doing. They're going to be, I think, on the 14th, was it? I think next week. I might be wrong. Uh, they're going to go back onto the streets and vote and they're protesting, of course, the Macron policies of retirement and, uh, requiring, uh, you know, older age to, to retire. Okay. This pension and age requirement. What I would say we need to band as people. And that's the way we have to act against our government. You know, really. And, and for real. I mean, everybody talks about it here in the call-in, but they don't do jack shit. They're just talkers. People really need to come together from all walks of life, from all political backgrounds and whatever you're affiliated, really, for the things that they want. You know, if they were afraid of uh, BLM burning down and Tifa burning down towns, believe me, more people not doing that, of course, not not advocating violence, destruction, vandalism, or anything like that, private property. Do it for the right thing. Shutting down systems, total systems, one week or two weeks worth, would make a lot of a lot of industries collapse. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
2: All right, and uh, I just want to give a quick plug for Rage Against the War Machine, the biggest anti-war rally in many years. Um, it's going to be an anti-war rally in Washington D.C. on February nineteenth, um, and. I would check in with uh, Stella Assange's Twitter feed for events to support uh, the cause to free Mr. Julian Assange ongoing. Uh, With that, I'm going to just wrap it here. Thank you guys for um, coming to the Unsanctioned Citizen this week. We we will be back between 1 and 3 p.m. next Saturday, as always. Until then, um, have a great weekend.
1: Thanks for listening.